Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's Scott here from Woke Societies here to bring you another episode of amazing content. Um, thank you, everyone. Thank you, everybody, for uh, joining the live streams lately. Um, it's been interesting. We've done two of them. And for the guys out there on my podcast, um, just lately the live streams with the work schedule and everything else going on these last two weeks, uh, that was the best thing that I could do. Um, I have to figure out a way to upload the live streams so you guys out there on the podcast can listen to them as well. Um, that's why you haven't seen uh, the last really two episodes out there, but the live streams are going to get better. Everybody got to hear uh, the kids last time, so that was interesting. But going forward, we'll have the audio squared away. I realized my refrigerator that is also right behind me, because we don't have a studio yet. Um, we're working on that. Um, the microphones are actually picking up the refrigerator noise. It was very small, but these microphones for the money that I paid for them are they're killing it but they pick up literally everything they're studio microphones so we are squaring the little fine details away so thank you everybody that gave me support me and Eddie felt terrible about the kids in the beginning of the stream because people were leaving like crazy but it is what it is we're working with what we have so again I love this community I love the the woke family that we have here the loyal fans, and uh, just thank you guys again. So here's the Woke Society's YouTube page. Go there, like it, subscribe it, like this episode, hit that like button, guys. It's the least that I can ask for from you guys. Just hit the like button. It gets this episode out there organically, and hopefully it gets searched more in the YouTube algorithms that are always looking to demonetize my episodes and all the other truthers out there. So do that. Go to the Patreon if you'd like to submit and become a bigger fan of the show. You can do as little as a dollar a month, $12 out of the year. That is fine. If you want to do any more than that, it is all appreciated. It all goes back into the show. You guys can go to my bit shoot here and as a backup channel. And of course, as you guys know, my wokesize.com webpage has all the links to every episode that I have and all the podcasting links as well. So you guys can download my content on the go if you can't catch it on YouTube and all that good stuff. But I will be putting the live streams on um, in the podcast as probably starting as next as next Sunday. So the guys out there in podcast world, I do we're doing Sunday night live live chats at six thirty. We're uh, going to be playing around with this. Eddie can only do uh, Eddie. I call the F and Doctor on Twitter. He can only do Sundays, so I might go and do live stream on a Friday or Saturday night on my own. Or if I find a legit co-host that would love to do a show with me on Friday and Saturday nights, I am open to that as well. So we'll have to see what happens. And last thing before we get into the content, my PayPal. If you guys want to send a one-time gift, one-time donation, my PayPal.me slash Woke Societies is in the description below and is already available to take any donation. It goes back into the show. So what are we going to be talking today, guys? What are we going to be talking about? Well, we're going to be talking about Trump's visit to uh, India. We're going to talk about Harvey Weinstein, the coronavirus, and some Q drops, and some interesting stories, and some UFO stuff. So we're going to have a little bit of everything today, which is always exciting. Um, the political, the political stuff is just dominating news networks. It's dominating a lot of channels right now, but you can't really get around that. It's election. It's an election year. So it is what it is. But Let's start with this. This is a tweet here from uh, Mr. Modi, the Prime Minister of India. And he just took some screenshots or pictures of the uh, people of India that were welcoming uh, Trump 
to their country. I didn't know Trump was even visiting India till about the day before. I've just been so busy. But I was like, okay, that's cool. And I just I wondered I, I just wondered where does India stand with the United States, you know? I know we're allies, we do a lot of business together, but these pictures were absolutely they were breathtaking. So breathtaking. I just want you guys to see this. So this is Modi here. He says, During our first meeting at the White House, Donald Trump told me that India has a friend in the White House, and he was absolutely correct. Together, we will keep working towards deepening bilateral ties between India and USA. And you guys can see the pictures here. There's a bunch of kids uh, with the Indian flag and the American flags. Um, so it looks like some local dancers. You know, A lot of the Indian culture in these pictures, which is so cool to see. But this, guys, this right here, we're, I'm going to play a video, a short clip of Trump speaking um, at this. But this is this is India's largest cricket stadium. Cricket as in the game cricket. Cricket is the is like uh, football in the United States. It's their number one sport. They absolutely love it. I actually watched a, because uh, I never knew what cricket was really about. There's actually a special on Netflix right now uh, with cricket on it. And it's very interesting. It's a mix of baseball and I don't know, whatever else, but it was pretty cool. But either way, look how massive this stadium is. Massive. And Trump, of course, just like his rallies, they packed the house and there was people outside listening as well. And here's just more pictures of people welcoming Trump at this huge rally. And it's not a rally, but huge gathering in India to come see him speak. But as we go on here, I just want you guys to see this was uh, from Breaking911 on Twitter here. It says, President Trump, this is what he said, America loves India. Let's just, this is a one-minute clip. Let's just take a listen here. This is so awesome. Namaste. Namaste. And hello to India. This is such a great honor. Let me begin by expressing my profound gratitude to an exceptional leader, a great champion of India, a man who works night and day for his country, and a man I am proud to call my true friend, Prime Minister Modi. The First Lady and I have just traveled 8,000 miles around the globe to deliver a message to every citizen across this nation. America loves India. America respects India, and America will always be faithful and loyal friends to the Indian people. How awesome is that, right? It's so cool seeing him go to other countries and do this. He's pr promoting peace, um, pr just promoting just love, especially love with our allies. And I believe... I. I have my own conspiracy theory, I guess you could say, about what's really going on here. Um, we're going to talk about that when we talk about the coronavirus in just a moment. Um, but it was just so cool to see um, Trump speak in another country and all of these people showed up as a packed house to come watch the man speak. You have to say, even if you're a Democrat and you hate Trump, his speeches, are they're, they're just funny to watch. Before I was woke, I would watch Trump and just laugh at him, but... He cap he he has a he has a way of uh, capturing this capturing your attention and just locking you into what he's saying, but he's a he's a businessman, so you would expect someone as as successful as he was that he has that he has that capability. 
But I just wanted to throw this in here from Educating Liberals. He wrote, Dear Libs, if President Trump is such a racist, why did 100,000 plus Indians overflow the world's largest cricket stadium to watch him speak? And did you notice how every single one of those 100,000 plus people stood for the American National Anthem? Wake up and smell the roses. And it's so true. I don't, the, the video on there, that it was, I think it was live streamed of the original speech. It's about an hour long. I was going to find it, but it's, it's really not a big deal. You guys get the point. Um, but it was a very successful speech. It was a very successful event. And uh, we'll get into the ties of why I think this is all happening between um, America, India, and how we're strengthening our allies and pushing other ex-allies or not soon-to-be ex-allies, hopefully, and just throwing them to the wind. So the big news that came down yesterday, we have another another Steen, another Stein, found guilty. This is Harvey Weinstein, the head dog of Hollywood. Harvey Weinstein found guilty of third-degree rape, criminal sex act. DA says case changed the course of history. And that's an understatement because we all know how deep this rabbit hole go, uh, goes. This is putting Hollywood on notice. This is exactly what's going on here. So let's just take a, a, a few paragraphs here from this article. Former Hollywood film producer Harvey Weinstein was found guilty by a Manhattan jury Monday of two of five charges relating to sexual assault and faces as many as 25 years in prison. And I remember everybody was freaking out because originally it didn't look like the charges were going to go through. The, uh, the jury was in a deadlock. And everyone being as negative and downtrodden as they have been lately said, oh, here we go. He's going to get out of prison time, right? Not not the case. He's going to jail, ladies and gentlemen. He was found guilty of criminal sex act for assaulting production assistant Mimi Halle at his apartment in 2006 and third-degree rape of a woman in 2013. The jury found him not guilty on the most serious charge, predatory sexual assault, which could have resulted in a life sentence. He was ordered to jail by the judge immediately after the conviction. The verdict followed weeks of often harrowing and excruciating graphic testimony from a string of accusers who told of rapes, forced oral sex, groping, masturbation, lewd propositions, and that's Hollywood's excuses from Weinstein about how the casting couch works. And we all know that's exactly where it begins when you come in as a, a probably an attractive young man or woman that wants to make it in the Hollywood business. Let's see how far we can take them. Let's see how far they will go and let us do things to them. And then we will prop you up as idols, as stars. This is how Hollywood works, ladies and gentlemen. The jury of, of seven men and five women handed down the verdict on Monday after five days of, delib of deliberating. Weinstein has maintained any sexual encounters were consensual. Of course, he's going to say that sensing was set for March 11th. So the sensing is for in a few weeks. Um, but it's just here. Oh, yeah, here we go. This is what else I want to read about. The case against the once feared producer was essentially built on three allegations. And they go into the... Um, the producers and actors that he did these acts on the case marks the only criminal trial to stem from the many accusations that came out of Weinstein filing a bombshell expose written by Ronan Farrow in 2017, in which 13 women accused the now disgraced movie model of sexual assault. And the last thing that which I thought was pretty funny out of this defense lawyer, Arthur Adelia added that Weinstein was ready, willing, able, and actually quite anxious to testify and clear his name but didn't do so because his lawyers felt prosecutors failed miserably to prove their case beyond a reasonable doubt. That's complete BS because they didn't want him to go out there 
and soil himself and have and have the prosecutors have a field day with this man. He didn't speak at all. But they're saying he was ready, willing, and able, and qu actually quite anxious to testify and clear his name. Dude, there's no way you're coming back from any of this. There's been multiple, multiple cases, and as the world wakes up, we already know how Hollywood operates. Their ratings for the Golden Globes and the Oscars have tanked. Nobody's watching their shitty movies anymore. I don't remember the last time I went to a movie theater, to be honest. Everything is gar most of these movies are complete garbage, and I just refuse to give my money to any of these people, especially knowing what we know now. And here's a here's a Twitter thread here from Stephen Lunger. I'm just going to do some bits and pieces. Um, Weinstein's legal team vows to appeal the movie mogul's conviction for rape and sexual assault. Weinstein is disappointed with the verdict, but he is mentally tough. Defense attorney Donna Rotano said he's mentally tough. Well, let's see how mentally tough he is when he's inside of a prison. When every convict is going to know your name, the things you've done. I'm in, I, I'm in two prisons every day, guys. I see inmates. I'm in that atmosphere. Somebody like him is not going to last long. And that's why I put a poll out on my Twitter uh, last night asking, how long do you think... Uh, Weinstein here is going to last in prison. It's going to be a week, two weeks, or a month, or maybe even less than that. Who knows? But as the day was going on, instead of Weinstein going to a jail, he was actually taken to a hospital. And what me and thousands of others, what do we think? Oh, here we go. Is he already going to die? Right? Because we all know, just like Epstein, Weinstein has a lot of dirt on other actors, producers, Hollywood, and, and elites all over the world. So let's just read this real quick. The ambulance carrying former Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein to prison was instead redirected to a hospital. Weinstein was on his way to Rikers Island when the ambulance went to Belle Bellevue Hospital. Weinstein spokeswoman Judah Engelmeyer told CNN Monday morning. The reason for the hospital visit was not immediate, immediately clear. The judge said he would ask for Weinstein to be held in the infirmary after his lawyer said he needs medical attention following back surgery that was unsuccessful. Weinstein's sentencing is scheduled on March 11th. He faces up to 29 years in prison. And let's hope he gets the full max and he dies and rots in jail. That's where I'm at with it. But that's, you know, as, and as more news came out, Weinstein is, was on his way to Rikers. He was complaining of chest pains and has high blood pressure. And the first thing Stephen Ludgren said here after this tweet, he said, I'd be looking out for suspicious nurses and doctors that look like Epstein's guards. Weinstein taken to Bellevue Hospital as a precautionary measure. And the first thing I thought of was, what would these guards look like? And this is what I thought of first. I didn't make this meme, but as you can see, it says Weinstein's last visitors. It's a picture of Hillary and Bill Clinton in police uniforms with the eye with with the glasses, big nose, eyebrows and mustache um, that look like caterpillars. And in the meme, Epstein's name was there but it's crossed out with an X and put with Weinstein's last visitors. And it's just funny guys because we all know we were thinking the same thing. Is this guy going to go to jail? Is there going to be a blackout? Is there going to be guards that just decide not to watch him that night? And is video footage just going to happen to disappear or be corrupted? And we just don't know what happened that night. 
Epstein hung himself with a paper-thin towel shred that we know can't hold any weight. And the, uh, the incision on his neck was definitely from forced strangulation. But we know it wasn't from a rope. We'll see, guys. We'll see how long he lasts. But I want to throw this tweet in here from Tiffany Fitzhenry. She says, Harvey Weinstein was just found guilty of rape, handcuffed, and taken to jail. He faces 5 to 25 years in prison as well as additional rape and assault charges in L.A. And don't forget, guys, he still has pending charges in uh, California. This was just the one case. Don't forget, there's still more to come here. But she said, today justice has been served. This is not a one-off. It is a sign of things to come. And this is why I was saying, guys, Hollywood is on notice. Because with the knowledge that we know about Epstein and Weinstein, there's got to be more people, there's got to be more heads heads to roll. With what we know, with how things operate, especially in Hollywood, there's got to be more heads that roll. And that's just how I feel about it. And for everybody that is still saying that nothing is happening, I want to throw this in there too. Jordan Sather, this was a retweet of a New York Times article that came out today. Peter Nygaard, a wealthy elite who lured children into to his island estate, friends with Prince Andrew, sound familiar. He's been called the Canadian Jeffrey Epstein. NYPD and FBI raid his New York headquarters today. The darkness is being taken down worldwide. Tell me again, nothing is happening. And this is going to be a separate episode because I would love to do a dig on this guy. But yes, he this guy Peter Nygaard, he he looks like he could be like Epstein's like I don't know, like step cousin that no one likes. He just looks creepy as hell, just like they all do. And you know. The people that keep saying nothing is happening, he is regarded as the Canadian Jeffrey Epstein. And wouldn't you know it, he's friends with Prince Andrew, who still will not come to the FBI, talk to the FBI, tell them what he knows. He's still hiding. Again, this is why he stepped down from his um, royal duties. But he just made some really poor choices with some really bad people. But that was just something I wanted to throw in there to let you guys know. Um, This is probably something that's going to develop, and we're going to be all over this as usual and let's throw in the fear porn as we always do we have news again of the coronavirus this just will not go away it will not go away everybody was talking about it yesterday the stock market's crashing it's down a thousand points blah 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 blah. and the news networks are just taking this for what it is they're they're going with it and they're spreading this all over the place abc news dropped this um, just a couple hours ago, says just in, it's no longer a question of of it of if, but rather when community spread will occur in the United States, according to the director of the CDC's National Center for Immunization and Respiratory Diseases. And of course, they're going to throw in here: White House is requesting 1.25 billion as part of a two and a half billion plan to fight the coronavirus. So we're getting another injection of fear porn. And now, guys, I tweeted this out yesterday. Um, I don't think the coronavirus is something to sneeze at. I do think it's a serious problem, but I just don't think it's as serious as the media is is showing it out to be. The data that I've seen and others that I've seen collect, this virus is primarily affecting Asian men, which seem to be a targeted virus. And it's only affecting the the other major country it's affecting besides China is Iran, which is going to bring me to this theory 
back to when we were talking about India when Trump was visiting India. I believe right now that we have business dealings with China. We get so much stuff from China. Why would we want to pony up and stay friends with a communist nation at all? We already do a lot of business with India. Their democracy is top-notch. The UK just is is they've left the European Union. They're they own they're, they're their own entity now. So wouldn't it make more sense that the coronavirus is destroying it's destroying the Chinese econ- Chinese economy. It's making them look worse than they already do look. We've seen the videos of what they're doing to their citizens. The Hong Kong protesters are completely gone. That's that's another that's another theory that I believe is where this why this uh, virus started. But there's definitely other reasons. But to me, I've seen these theories out there that this is called a black swan event, where this virus is taking out the deep state countries and just completely tearing them to shreds economically. It's going to force the people to um, unite and overthrow these uh, these these corrupt governments. I don't know if it's going to go that far, but I can see, you know, Trump has a plan for all this because of all the people that I don't see freaking out about this virus is Q-Team and Trump. I don't see him at all worried about this at all. And I'm not saying don't be prepared for something. We should all prepare for something in case, God forbid, this turns out to be as serious as, you know, the mainstream media is making it out to be. But I'm saying I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're there yet. But wouldn't it make sense that Trump would now form these, form a strong, super strong alliance between UK and India, and just have our countries just help build each other up even more stronger than they already are? It's just a theory. And again, this is this is what I saw here from this tweet from Steve. Interesting. Global markets are crashing. Black Swan event imminent. Global currency reset imminent. And I keep seeing this global currency reset imminent. I keep seeing it. I would love a currency reset. It'd be great. Well, we'll see what happens. But this is more of the fear point. It shows the Dow, the Nasdaq, S and P. You know, they're all they all plummeted because of these fears of the coronavirus affecting all these all, all these business. But we'll see. But let's see what Trump said real quick. This is a twenty second clip. Let's just see what he has to say here. I think that's a problem that's going to go away. But we lost. Almost a thousand points yesterday on the market, and that's something you know. Things like that happen, where and you have it in your business all the time. Had nothing to do with you. It's an outside uh, source that nobody would have ever predicted. It's an outside source that nobody think- would have predicted. And it's he says, I think coronavirus is a problem that's going to go away, but we lost almost a thousand points yesterday in the market, and that's something. You know, some things like that will happen where you and I have it and have it in your business all the time had nothing to do with you. And again, he just does not seem too concerned about this. And that to me is telling us something. So we'll see what happens. All right. I wanted to throw this uh, quick video in here. It's about this UFO that was following the inter, um, International Space Station for over 20 minutes. Obviously not going to play a 20 minute video here, but I want to sh- um, just play you um the narrative uh, version of this of the guy that was actually i don't know if he was the one in there or if he was from nasa but you can clearly see a cone-shaped ship now this could be military 
It could be ETs. I don't know. But it shows something really cool at the end where this thing just powers up and it shoots straight up in the air and it disappears. Awesome stuff. Let's play it real quick. And I believe I found a UFO. Now, the UFO is right here. The video is paused. And it moves outward. Now, there is chit-chat. Uh, they do talk about replacing the batteries and things like that. I believe they're doing some maintenance on the space station at this time. But the camera in is noticing something else and this object is flying out and moving out let's move this and fast forward so you can see this object and and you can see it right here guys it's it looks like a cone and the point is right here I just wanted to pause and show you that let's continue and it looks like it's in cone shape I mean I've never seen a module or a Russian um, uh, module in this shape it doesn't look like it's uh, any kind of ship I've ever seen before. If this is uh, American or Russian, it's something top secret, something new we've never seen. And as it gets out here in the distance, it actually goes up. Yes, it actually goes up and disappears, okay? And uh, you can see a little burst of, 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 I don't know what it is, energy. But look at that. This looks like that... Uh, Perhaps NASA caught an alien spaceship on video for 22 minutes. Right here it says. How cool is that? I just want to go back to that part where it's um, it a little burst of, of. Yeah, this thing is. Uh, this video player is not good at all, but it shows the uh, the cone ship uh, going further, further away. Then it turns up, and you see it just it it gets engulfed in light. And it disappears. It powers up. The Dead Sea Scrolls were discovered by. Yeah, no. And uh, I just hope one day, guys, one day, hopefully, we'll be old. I'll be old enough to see it. Maybe inside of one of these crafts, and maybe who knows, go inside one. If I, we ever go off planet, it's going to be. It's it's going to change everything. It really is. But I thought that was really cool to show you. But this stuff, they might the International Space Station, NASA. That's what I'm saying. They they know these things are out there. They've known for decades. For decades and they've been hiding it from us so can we just can we can we all just get on the same page and just get the human race caught up as to where we came from these other beings here like i'm just i'm just ready for the disclosure guys i'm so ready for it okay and let's just tie this all together here we have a article here from the black vault it's not long at all this guy is on twitter he actually put in a freedom a Freedom of Information Act request to the CIA pertaining to QAnon. And this was really uh, cool to see. And he did this on February 10th. The Black Vault filed an FOIA request for all documents that pertain to QAnon. It took two days for the CIA to issue the response, which was the fact that they could neither confirm nor deny the existence or non-existence of records pertaining to QAnon. They state that the mere existence or not existence of records between, uh, pertaining to QAnon would be classified. And it says it right here. Uh, let's see. The fact of the existence or non existence of such records is itself currently improperly classified is, and is intelligence sources and methods information protected from disclosure by Section 6, blah, 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 blah. And it's, it just gives them an option to appeal. So they're confirming nor denying that QAnon does exist. What it, what they have on it 
and if they were to have anything on it, it would still be classified. Very interesting. So I wonder, I wonder what the CIA has on QAnon. It'd be fantastic to see. Because we, we still, these three-letter agencies, I wish they'd just all go away. I, I think we have like 21 um, intelligence agencies. It's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. We don't need them. Absolutely don't need them. So we're going to tie this episode up with the last two Q drops. We had two yesterday. Going to throw these in. We have 3881, and which Q links uh, Nate Kane uh, Twitter. And it says, Clinton Foundation whistleblower tells his story like never before. I still have to watch this, but Q screenshotted a drop from December uh, 18th where they're talking about all of the fired, forced, and hired and install um, positions in the government. And they go through FBI, DOJ, state, Senate, Congress, DOD, um, federal judiciary, and they ended up locked and loaded. So Q says, in regards to the video, it's a YouTube video. It's a link to a Twitter, which is a link to YouTube for this Nate Kane guy. And it says, listen carefully, think, remember, why no arrest or justice yet? What if almost every critical position, and it says SR, I'm not sure what that means. That's in the kill box. Within the U.S. government apparatus was infiltrated. What must be done first? The swamp runs deep plus sleepers. Backgrounds are important. Muslim Brotherhood list of in the news now names with known ties to Islam. This is not another four-year election. Assumptions correct. Package well received. Known is in the kill box. Q. So I don't know everything that this drop means. Um, I do know that it's telling... Q is hearing us, guys. Q is hearing everybody. And we just have to be patient. There's nothing... What else can we do? We can't sit here and be negative and just say nothing's ever going to happen. We have to maintain hope. And you will always see this on this channel. Unless... Trump disavows Q. This this channel will it just it will go away. It'll go away. But I don't see that happening. But I just thought it was interesting that Q is posing the question here: What if almost every critical position, every critical position within the U.S. government apparatus was infiltrated? Think about guys how long Obama Obama had two terms, and this is what Q was talking about in the next drop thirty eight eighty two. This is the most recent post. Was Obama leading an insurgency against the United States? And they link here. Where is it here? The U.S. Government Counterinsurgency Guide from January 2009. And Q writes here, Insurgency is the organized use of subversion and violence to seize, nullify, or challenge political control of a region. The presidency of Barack Hussein Obama began at noon Eastern time on January 20th, 2009, when Barack Obama was inaugurated as the 44th president of the United States. What country was the true intended target? And I believe Q is implying it was our own country. Being infiltrated, he had two terms in the government, ladies and gentlemen. You have to realize he put all his people in place to set up for Hillary Clinton. This was years in the making for them, for the deep state. So when Q is talking about what if almost every critical position with the US government apparatus was infiltrated, this stuff takes time, guys, and it's not even the positions that we know about. Q 
Q is also talking about sleepers, people we will probably never know about. Just like the operators that Q says is working for their team, we'll probably never know who they are. This plan is ginormous, guys. You have to understand that. I know it's frustrating. Trust me. There's been people, I've been here for just about a year now. That's known Q. There's people that have known Q since they began. It's three years for you guys. I totally understand. But we have to keep patient. We have to let this run. Between the Q proofs, what I mean, what else, what else do we have? What else do we have? All right. So that's my spiel for today, guys. That is my episode. Thanks for listening on the podcast. This will be on the podcast uh, for sure. And we're going to see what news breaks for the rest of the week. I do believe this is going to be a huge week. I just have a feeling. Something big's going to come down. Maybe Soros will be uh, indicted. Maybe Obama will be indicted. We'll see. That would be a pretty. That'd be the one that would shock the world, as Q says, will be the first indictment. So hit the like button, guys. Comment. Let me know what you think about the India, uh, the India speech, and the theory that I had about the economy and teaming up with them and just getting rid of uh, China. This whole coronavirus thing. Do you guys think it's that big of a deal? We'll have to see. So go to the go to the woke society's. Uh, YouTube channel, like, subscribe, comment, tell your friends and family about it. Go to my Patreon, the Bit Shoot, the Woke Size. You guys can still, um, you can guys can do a one-time donation to the show. It all goes back into the show at my PayPal.me, which is right in the description, and all that good stuff. So, have a good day, guys. It's only Tuesday, and until then, stay woke. <laughs>